Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, February 25th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the White Whale Community Update Call, number five. Mambo number five. Let's take a listen. Hi guys, I think we're ready to get started. So, hello and welcome everyone to the White Whale Community Call. I am blah blah blah, the newly hired dev, well, former former intern. Um, I'll be moderating the call today, and I'm joined by Sebastian, our founder and CEO. Um, the structure of the call, as usual, is the annou- announcements, and and then the alpha, and then the Q and A, um, and then as always. Um, quick disclaimer that statements in this call may be based on the opinions of the team and may be subject to change. Um, and nothing we say in the call is financial advice. And with that, I'll give it over to Sebastian. Thank you, sir. Uh, I just want to welcome everybody to uh, the White Whale Community Update Call. Thank you for joining us today. We'll try to keep this as um, condensed and on point as as possible so as not to waste everybody's time to be efficient. Um, quite a bit to go over as usual. Before we get started, um, we just want to say that we are very sympathetic to the situation happening in Ukraine. Um, and our thoughts and prayers are with everybody in Ukraine and and involved and connected to the situation. So if that's you, we stand with you. Um, Okay, that being said, let's get started. As Baba Blah said, we will um, begin with the announcements. We'll blast through those so everybody knows what's been going on the past couple weeks. Share some alpha. Um, I'll have I'll share a few comments on the state of things, and then we will open it up for community questions. 
All right, so beginning with announcements, obviously the first one is our UST Vault officially launched since the last time we met, um, February 15th. So it's been open um, for about 10 days now. There was 15 million deposited, 15 million UST deposited on the first day. Today it sits at about 30, 30 million. Um, now with the APR slash APY, right? Um, it's currently listed at 19.5 percent plus right um and we've gotten a lot of feedback on this and we you know we are aware of it just so everybody knows we are going to implement the real-time data soon um there we're, we're having some glitching with our indexing and we're getting some sort of abnormal feeds um so we want to make sure that that's taken care of and that it's out that it's accurate so um just please be patient with us we are working on this we are getting close to it um we do want to give you guys the real apr slash apy it will be you know it, it will be taken care of soon that being said um we've had many discussions and we've gotten a lot of comments um, and there's a lot of different opinions on whether we show the APR or the APY, right? And it's, you know, just to, to give some context and clarity a little bit, um, it's a little bit tricky in our situation, okay? Um, Anchor, which obviously we're built on top of and is the vast majority of the yield, um, that that is APY because it grows um, the yield grows along with the deposits, right? So if you have 1 million deposited in Anchor, um, you get a certain yield. And if you have 10 million, you get more on that yield, right? Um, however, that's not how our arbitrage gains work. They're, they're not once, you know, they're not affected by an increase in deposits. They are linear in that sense, right? So an APR is more accurate um, in regards to those. So what we may end up doing is we may end up displaying both APR and APY, um, you know, so we're, we're just kind of working through the kinks of, of that. But um, like I said, please be patient with us. We are getting it all sorted um, and and the, the real time data will be live soon. OK, um, we've also added backing value to the dashboard on the Treasury. Right. And basically, this is the Treasury value minus the whale in the Treasury. So these are the assets in the Treasury minus whale. OK, so that's the backing value. You see that as a new data point on our Treasury. Um, all right. Gov poll announcements. So our first Gov poll has been executed since we last met. Right. Um, we've we more than we two and a half X the staking rewards. Now the staking rewards currently are sitting around 30 percent. Um, so that's been that's been good. Um, second Gov poll passed. Right. That was to purchase the Luna. We have since that passed on February 19th. Um, we have since purchased 2.5 million UST worth of luna on february 22nd at an average price of 54.18 per luna so we've done quite well on that purchase so far you know um it's added over a half mil to the treasury already so um you know this gives our treasury exposure to luna as well as it gives us um you know luna to to bootstrap our luna vault when it comes out right so that's what we were looking to do it was a community initiated proposal um you know but it's exciting that we now have a good chunk of luna exposure in our treasury um certainly certainly happy about that and and 
looking forward to see where that goes right we are we're hitched to luna our wagons hitched to luna so we might as well be long luna um you know in our treasury now just a reminder the whale that you used in voting is locked until the end of the voting period plus there's a cooldown period right so we have a lot of people ask why they can't unstake um immediately after the vote ends um you know again our governance contract is straight from anchor it's it's forked from anchor there's like a 3.2 day cooldown period um after the poll ends where you, you still can't unstake and um the reason for this guys is so people basically just don't all unstake and sell right after a poll ends right it makes it a little bit um it, you know there, there's less gaming involved there's less gaming of the voting involved it's just a cooldown period so um you know that's that's why we do it right and that's that's why egg did it and that's what it is okay um the third gov poll has officially passed that's the government governance poll to migrate our liquidity to a vust whale pool so you can look for this to be implemented um very soon um we're working on the front end right now it shouldn't take long to do but um you know in the coming days you will see us migrate to a vust whale pool this was the most popular um pool that the most popular governance poll that we've released yet um it had over it got over 40 percent you know of the vote something crazy um a lot of people are very excited about this we are very excited about it as well this is another thing that we're you know we're on the bleeding edge of as far as far as luna and the terra blockchain um you know i know loop has some aust polls right but these these uh these pools where one one side, these liquidity pools where one side is uh, an interest-bearing token, right? It's it's a, it's a value accruing token, um, directly equates to buy pressure, right? So, you know, this this will put buy pressure on whale every day, consistent buy pressure at current values to the tune of about twenty-five k whale per day, right? So. Um, you know and then as as the views vust grows as our yield grows um the buy pressure will grow as well also another thing you have to consider about this is um we're you know so we're going to make it on our front end where you could just trade naked ust to whale right um so every time somebody trades in and out of this the seller will have to absorb the 0.1 withdrawal fee 0.1% withdrawal fee from our treasury or from um from the vault right so that's going to um supercharge the the fees going to the vault right and basically it's basically it, it disincentivizes selling right that's that's what that does um as well as you know really ramps up the uh the accrual of of fees to our treasury so uh, you know this is admittedly experimental right this is innovative this is bleeding edge as i said but it's very popular you guys decided it the community decided it we're going for it right um very curious to see how it goes and and what it does for the protocol right but it's also you know we're going to be putting nine million ust into our own vault right so it gives our treasury exposure to our own vault and it serves as a holder of last resort to that vault. Okay, so look for the VUSD whale pool coming soon. All right, next announcement is um, 
our, our smart contracts were opened up. They were open sourced. We'll have a link to them here. Um, you know, but obviously that's a big step. We're very proud of the code. Um, you know, we're, we're proud of what we accomplished. We are, we are excited to, to sort of share it, um, with, uh, with the community as open source contracts. All right. Um, <clears throat> an update on the bots. Okay. So our bot contracts are public data. They're on the blockchain. Anybody can see them. Um, if you are watching them, we've gotten feedback on the bots, right? And we've gotten comments. Um, you know, here's some context to keep in mind because, when you, if you look at the contracts, you're going to see a lot of red. I mean, you're going to see a lot of failed transactions. Okay, that's that's fine. That's you know, admittedly and admittedly, right? We're our bots are still in development, and we've you know we've been very clear that um, there are still things we need to do to be more competitive. Okay, currently we're not the fastest bots, but we're not the slowest bots. Okay, we're we're coming in second, third place in a lot of these um arb races right and just so you guys know um arbitrage on terra is very competitive right there's a proper bot war um you know for for our profits on terra but that's okay we are you know we are determined and we are getting there we have a very smart team and we are determined um to get a fair share of the pie right but we're still working on it so if you're watching our contracts right please keep in mind that Right as we develop, we are regularly firing off the bots, um, triggering them ourselves manually. And this is, you know, up to nine bots um, to, to, to see their results. To, it's, it's testing, right? So these are not all the all the failed transactions you're seeing are not all organic trades. Um, many times it's us doing testing or even our competitors doing testing. Um, so, you know, just just keep that into consideration. Right. Um, you know also keep in mind that our competitors they are they're months ahead of us in development right and they have you know they've already reached the pinnacle of optimization meaning their bots aren't getting any faster we still have several things that we can do and that we know to do to implement um to get us to where we need to be to get us at least as fast as um as the fastest bots out there right so um <clears throat> we're still working on it and like i said admittedly we know we're not there right and we know that the bot performance it's it's not that impressive right now but we you know we opened 10 days ago right we just opened 10 10 days ago we're going to we're going to figure this out and we're going to get them um, to where they need to be as far as competitive on Terra. Okay, we are currently right now also on our V2 bot, which is the bot that's written in Go, which is a faster, more efficient version of our arbitrage bots, right? So migration over to the V2 bot, the, the Go bot, will be over the next few weeks. We're already running, I think, three iterations of it um and testing it right and testing it against our v1 bot um and working out kinks and things like that so over the next few weeks we'll be migrating over to the v2 bot um which which has already started okay um that's that's the update on the bots now i do want to comment on another um theme right which is has become extremely relevant um, especially now with the ANK discussions, with the Anchor protocol discussions, um, there's been several community members who's who've raised the issue of somehow restricting access to our UST vaults 
right? Based on the amount of whale holdings or, or amount of whale you have staked, right? Essentially for a value capture for whale. Um, because, you know, as we've seen with Ank, there is a disconnect between depositors, UST depositors, right? And, um, and, and ANC holders, which has led to, to poor tokenomics, poor value capture for the ANC token. And you see ANC pumping now just on the news that some ideas are, are floating around um, to be able to address this. And I agree. Like, I do think that something needs to be done with ANC um, to tie it. To, to, to tie depositors more to ANC tokens. So, um, you know, there was a proposal recently submitted on ANC by ARCA, right? So it requires 10% holdings in ANC for deposits, you know, if you're going to deposit more than 100K UST. Now, it doesn't look like this proposal is getting much traction. Um, consensus seems to be forming around the VE, uh, the, the VE and governance model to sort of address value capture, which, you know, we're already planning on implement, implementing a similar model to that. Um, you know, that's already in the plans. But I do want to address this idea of restricting, restricting access to depositing in the vaults um, to holders, right? So, uh, you know, we understand the logic. And, and honestly, I agree with the spirit of this, right? It's basically it would be if you want to access to our arbitrage, you should own and stake whale. Right. And and uh, owners and stakers of whale should should have priority access or, you know, or the only access to the USD vault, which is where the arbitrage profits are, rather than opening it up up to anybody. So it ties the token to the USD vault. Right. Um, and would be would be quite bullish in many ways. Right. And I, I do agree. Um, and, and I hear the people that are sort of um lobbying for this in our channels okay i hear it and you can see the same issue being um coming to the front and center in and governance right however i do want to point out that there are some pragmatic problems with this there's some implementation problems with this that i haven't heard good answers for yet okay and the big one and it's the same thing with ank is it basically breaks the fungibility of the of the AUST token, or in our case, the VUST token, right? So when you deposit into ANC, you get AUST, right? If you want to, you know, if you want to tie that, you know, if you want to make it a requirement that if you have a million, a million UST deposited, you need to own 100K worth of ANC, right? What's stopping somebody once they have 100K worth of ANC getting the getting the AUST and then just sending it off right and sending it off it's it's a liquid token right same with VUST so and and how how do you deal with that how do you address that i haven't seen a good answer um i haven't seen a good answer for an implementation of that right so and it, it, this makes things it makes the liquidity um you know and the fungibility of the liquid token very complicated right so for example our our vust uh whale liquidity pool how would that even work right how would that work if we um if there was some sort of a requirements um on deposits you know so it, it, it makes those kinds of things just very complicated and messy so for now it, you know but we're watching Ank very closely. We're going to keep the vault unrestricted for now. We want we want adoption just like Ank does. We want more deposits. We want you know to get the name out there, awareness, things like that. 
um, you know, but but we're watching, right? And we are committed. I, I want everybody on this call to understand that we are committed um, to to value capture and to proper value capture for our token, right? And uh, you know, if it makes sense to tie um, to tie the vaults and restrict the vaults to whale holders and whale stakers, at some point we'll certainly consider that. Um, but for now, we're just sort of watching things unfold, um, you know, in the in the ANC, in the ANC governance forums, right? Because you know, we're we're built on top of Anchor, right? So we're very we're we're very much hitched to their wagon, and it affects us. And by the way, guys, if let's say that proposal, the ARCA proposal, would pass, which it doesn't look like it's it looks like they're going to go a different direction, but let's say it would pass. Right where um, where you would have to hold ten percent in ANC um, to stake, you know, to to deposit into the UST vault and get the twenty percent earnings. What we would do then is we would do something like we could use our treasury, we could buy ANC tokens, so we could hold the ten percent, right? So we could keep the twenty percent yield, and then we would impose a similar restriction on whale. So you know, you'd have to hold whale right to. Um, um, to be able to deposit in the UST vault and access our 20, you know, 19.5% ANC plus arbitrage rewards. So, um, so the bottom line is that we're watching closely, right? All of this would have to go through governance anyways, but it is definitely whatever shakes out with ANC is definitely going to have, have an impact um, and sort of form, um, you know, our, our policy. At, at white whale so we're, we're watching closely is is where we'll leave it at for now right okay um next announcement announcement is the certic audit we're still working on sort of the revisions and corrections of the certic audit again there's nothing really that was a big deal there they had zero critical errors right the um the audit reported zero critical errors that should be wrapped up i would say in the next week or two the certic audit so and you can monitor that on the certic website Okay, um, now to the alpha portion of um, of the call, right? So I just want to reiterate and I want to clarify, guys, that our UST vault and our treasury, for that matter, um, they're designed to have multiple streams of revenue. Okay, so on top of the ANC, on top of the ANC yield, right? For our for our UST vault, you have the peg arb contract, you have the multi-dex arb contract, right? You'll have the hiding game, which we're working on and coming out. We could touch base on that a little bit more, um, but that's basically where you trade on our front end and we control the arbitrage, right? Um, and then we, we have flash loans, which I'm going to touch on those a little bit more in a minute, but we're ready to open up those very soon. Um, so anybody in the community, community anybody um, really can call upon our vault, the funds in our vault can call a flash loan. We take a fee, that fee gets added to the yield of the vault, right? Um, and then there's liquidations as well, right? With Mars and Levana coming out. Um, there's there's automated liquidations as well. So that those are you know that's five quick examples of of additional yield that we're going to see on top of the ANC yield for the UST whale vault. Um, but again, I want to be clear that, and and I have been clear in these calls that in the beginning, right, which is now we're in the first two weeks of opening, um, the yield is basically going to be anchor, maybe just a little bit above anchor, right? That's just where we're at. That's where we're at in our development. Um, 
but we are working on adding all of these items, right? And optimizing the bots and all of those things. All right, then for the treasury, right? The sources of revenue for the treasury, you have ARB trade fees from every ARB trade, right? Every ARB trade and every vault accumulates 20% of the fees that go to the treasury. The, the flash loans work the same way. So 20% of all flash loan profits will go to the treasury, right? The hiding game will work the exact same way, right? And then we have the withdrawal fees, which the withdrawal fees, honestly, have like they they add up pretty good. We're we're netting about a thousand UST a day um into the treasury from withdrawal fees just now. And and again, this is just the beginning. Um you know, then we're going to have the LP swap fees, right? Or we have the LP swap fees from owning our own liquidity pool. So our liquidity pool is an asset. It's earning swap fees every time whales traded for our treasury, right? Then you have the UST <clears throat> and the trading pair, right? Once we once we migrate to the VUST trading pair, and like I said, the swap fees that that will generate and the selling fees that will generate. Then we will have NF. Well, we do. We have NFT royalties from our certificates. When we release the um, the Guardian Whale NFT project, the royalties will get sent to the Treasury in Luna. Um, and then we have all the yield from from our deposits that we, you know, the assets we're going to deposit into our own vaults. So you see multiple streams um, of revenue for both our vaults and for our Treasury. Right. The the goal and the protocol is designed. Um, to filter all of the profits, all of the revenues to the treasury, which in turn, which ultimately will get distributed to the whale stakers, right? The whale gov stakers, um, the long-term holders, the people that are running the protocol, right? The people that are controlling and loyal and dedicated to the protocol. Um, <clears throat> okay, now I do wanna touch base on our immediate roadmap, right? So the immediate things that, that we'll see coming up. Um, we're going to continue optimizing the bots, right, and adding more strategies and revenue sources to the UST vault. That's front and center. We are currently working on the Luna vault. Um, you know, if I had to throw a dart, which I hate to do because, you know, people people hold us to it. And when I say a date or something, you know, it becomes a deadline and, you know, people freak out when it doesn't happen. Um, so I, I hate to do it, but, you know, I understand you guys are looking for an idea. I would have to say it's, you know, probably 30 to 45 days um, from, you know, to for the, for the Luna Vault launch. I would say that's probably what we're looking at. Um, we're still tweaking, developing strategies. There will be Luna B Luna ARB strategies in there. There will be Prism ARB strategies in there for Luna. Um, you know, there will be multiple Luna strategies um, in the Luna Vault that comes out. So um that's on the immediate roadmap right then the flash loans opening up the flash loans as a product this is also on the immediate roadmap i will probably start a discussion um <clears throat> and hopefully a golf poll within the next week to open up the flash loans to everybody on terra right currently it's whitelist only um but we want to open those up so anybody can call them and we'll probably do a tutorial and i see donku on here shout out to donku maybe he'll even help us out but we'll probably want to do 
some kind of tutorial on how to call a flash loan on white whale so how you know how to access if you have a bot if you have an R bot you know but bots aren't the only R bots arbitrage isn't the only thing you use flash loans for right there's there's several different um things you can utilize flash loans for but basically we we want to show the community here's how to call our vault contract here's how to call a flash loan from our vault contract and get people doing it right getting that um <clears throat> getting some adoption there and some usage um it'll be good for the ecosystem it'll be good for terra and it will also um increase the yield of the ust vault right it'll generate yield for the for the vault and the protocol so that flash loans it's ready you know it's literally one command to open it up um it's ready to go but it is an on-chain change to the protocol so we do want to go through the governance process right um so look for a poll on that coming soon right the next thing is um the hiding game that's also on our immediate roadmap the hiding game is great because and if for those of you who aren't familiar um rook <clears throat> protocol on eth sort of innovated the hiding game and that's what they call it we'll we'll name it something else but basically you can go to if you're a whale right you can go to the um their front end um and do your trade and it doesn't just aggregate it's not just an, an aggregator of the of the exchanges it does the arb right so if if you wanted to trade six figures worth of luna or ank or any any token on terra you would be able to come to our swap page come to white whale swap page right we would then control the arb so we couldn't get front run by by all these quant firms and competitors um we would control the arbitrage so we'd get the arbitrage and we would give a portion of the profits of the arbitrage back to the trader right so you would get a portion of the profits in whale tokens um you know just just for trading on our platform so that's that's the hiding game that's what it is um, that is one of the top priorities on our roadmap as well, right? So really what we're looking at for the immediate is, um, <clears throat> you know, it's our, uh, it's optimizing the bots, uh, you know, and adding strategies to the UST vault. It's launching the Luna vaults, okay? Opening up the flash loans and, um, and then the hiding game, right? So those are, those are, I would say at the top level of, of priority, we are also, we're going to be um releasing a roadmap probably in graphic form right probably in a fun graphic form um but like kind of a a, a medium term roadmap a, a 2022 this year sort of roadmap we will be um, publishing one of those soon there are other things guys there's you know there's the guardian whale nfts um you know there's v2 of our governance which is the ve curve model that you know there's additional vaults there's cross chain there's forex right with vertex coming out um so there's all kinds of stuff right but um but these are these things are at the front and center and um at the top of our list of what we want to execute okay so <clears throat> so that's that as far as immediate roadmap map goes um i do want to breathe on the discussion about the loop partnership right which we've we've been discussing in discord uh, but it's kind of stalled out you know we kind of it's, it's kind of lost a little bit of steam so i wanted to breathe on it here um i'm happy to, to hash out terms right and to tweak parts of the deal but i do believe that um i do believe it, it one it's important for us to partner with the exchanges and i like loop because 
they're more nimble of the exchanges on Terra, and they're willing to experiment with us on certain things that the other ones necessarily wouldn't be. For example, they're willing to, um, you know, if we open up a VUST whale pair um, on loop, they're willing to implement the front end logic to where you could just trade um, whale UST for it. Right. And um, and then it will it will take care of it on the back end, just like what we're doing, um, just like what we're doing on our front end. Right. So they're willing to do stuff like that with us. I think, guys, that, you know, I would like to see multiple VUST um, trading pairs, you know, every every VUST trading pair. And, and this is more long term. Right. This is more visionary stuff. But, you know, we're going to start we're starting this week with the VST whale trading pair. OK, um, <clears throat> if it works, if the experiment works, if it goes well, I would like to see more VUST um, trading pairs, because every time we open one up, we're accumulating those fees um, into the Treasury. Right. We're accumulating the the um, <clears throat> the sort of sell fees. The withdrawal fees from from every time somebody sells right but the plus side to a vust um a trading pair to a vust pool right is these the the v assets what you got to understand about the v assets is they're designed and admittedly we aren't there yet okay admittedly but they're designed to eventually spike during volatility right spike during downturn spike during chaos spike during apocalyptic scenarios right so if you have these pools and if you have these assets that gives them a unique composability okay so for lps for one right if you if you have a pool where one side of the asset is designed to spike up in times of liquidity that you know that's a that could be a very powerful mechanism right also think about it in terms of um in terms of collateral okay so say v luna for example if you're using that as borrowing collateral and it's designed to spike during volatility and during sell-offs that could provide an extra buffer an extra layer of protection um for liquidations right if your v luna is designed to actually spike um during during sell-offs and volatility same with vust and 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 other v assets right so it gives it gives the the v assets have unique unique potential in that sense and there could be um a lot of interesting ways to use them even beyond just liquidity pools and and collateral and things like that so that's just stuff to to think about and sort of dream about right but but we're starting with the vust whale pool we're excited about it the community is excited about it it is a it's an innovative step and um you know we will we will see how it goes right so so that's pretty much what uh, I think what I have now, as far as the announcements and the alpha, let me just check my notes here. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so in conclusion, less than two weeks after launch, we're at a 30 million to TVL. This is only the beginning. We are aware that our bots are not as profitable as they can be. We'd ask you to just bear with us. We've said repeatedly, um, that in the beginning, the yield will be very close to anchor and will grow over time. We stick to that, right? But in the meantime, we've decentralized arbitrage, right? We've decentralized arbitrage, we've opened it up, and peg enforcement, right? We have L1 peg enforcement bots. 
um, you know, running connected to the to the UST vault, right? So that's a feat in and of itself. Um, we'll continue to optimize our bots and our ARM strategies, as well as add new revenue streams to the vault and treasury. Um, you know, currently Anchor Protocol is at 11 billion TVL, right? It's one of the best DeFi platforms in existence, you know, but if you think about it, well, not if you think about it, it's a fact, right? Anchor Protocol is a kick-ass protocol, um, but it's it's running at a deficit of $3 million a day, $3 million USD a day, right? So put that into perspective, and, and I'm not hating on Anchor. I love Anchor, and they're going to fix it. They're going to, you know, they're going to make it work. And I, I think Anchor is one of the best protocols, you know, in DeFi period. Um, but but they're they're insolvent to the tune of three million USD per day. Right. So we, we've seen FUD, um, you know, because we burn fifty dollars in transaction fees per day, <laughs> you know, because we're we're testing and developing bots and we have failed transactions. So just put that into perspective a little bit. Right. And that's while we're developing our bots. Right. Um, you know, just so just put it in perspective, give, give us some time, we will get there, you know, we have a vision, right, of having billions in TVL, right, billions in TVL, we're, we're just getting started, you know, billions in TVL, several use cases for VUST and V assets, as I brought up, you know, including but not limited to trading pair liquidity, loan collateral, all this kind of fun stuff, right? Um, so, you know, as far as we're concerned, the sky is the limit. We're very excited. We're very excited to have launched and we're very excited to see um, where this protocol can go and how we can build it together. So, yeah, so I will leave it at that. I am um, I'm happy to open it up to questions. All right. Anyone with question, please request. People are shy today. Anyone questions? That was a lot. We covered a lot. So it's got to be something. Come on, guys. Don't be shy. Okay, so welcome, Sassy. Hey, guys. I'm here a little bit hey. late, but maybe you covered this or not. Um, uh, any progress on the sort of like reprogramming of arbitrage bots with maybe Go or some of the other strategies you'd mentioned yeah. in previous discussions? Yep. Yeah, so we did cover that on the call. I'll go over it again real quick for you here. Um, the Go bot is currently, we're currently running that on three of our nodes right now. So we're sort of, we sort of started rolling it out. Um, you know, we're calling it the V2 bot. We're testing it against our V1 bot now just to make sure we're doing tweaks and things like that. Um, probably expect the full transition, the full migration over the next two, three weeks. Um, so we'll be running, um, we'll be running the new version of the bot then, you know, in the meet in, you know, beyond that, the, there are still other items on our checklist that we know we have to do um, to uh, to to reduce latency and increase speed. I don't want to get too into the specifics of it, but um, we do know that our competitors are doing it and we're not yet. Right. So, you know, my bot team, our bot teams giving me a timeline of, you know, one to two months um basically to get to the bottom of the barrel or or you could say the the top of the mountain right as far as okay we've done everything there is to do you know there's only so much latency you could reduce right you can't have a negative bot speed <laughs> right um so we probably have another one to two months um to get the bots to, to get our bots and our structure fully optimized by that point i expect us so you get to a point basically where 
it's a toss up, right? It's a toss up of who gets the arb um, because because everybody's kind of running at the same, um, you know, more or less speed and 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 latency issues. So yeah, you 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 want to be at least on an equal footing, basically. Right. That's that's right. So then it's about so then it's a toss up. So um, we're probably a month or two out from that point, I would say. Uh, one other uh, point to something that you had mentioned in the past. Um, what kind of potential integrations, because you guys have the like flash loan system, you know, in place, like there was some discussion at some point where other protocols might be able to use that flash loan system somehow. Yeah. And like, uh, and maybe integrate with it somehow. I don't, I'm not sure I fully understood that. I wanted to see if you could hash that out a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm probably not the guy to answer that, to be honest, Sefi. Um, you know, I know there are other use cases for flash loans. I know people use them to do all kinds of things on ETH. Um, it, you know, they're like, you can replace collateral. Let's say if you have, you know, 10,000 Luna you're using as collateral or, or, you know, on Ave or something like that, you can switch it out. Um, you know, you can clear all kinds of, of loans. Um, you know, there's, there's different, there's different things you can do with flash loans, but I'm, I'm just not that familiar with it, to be honest with you. Um, probably Howard or one of the other guys could, could speak to it directly. I mean, I know that you could use them to run arbitrage bots and to run, you know, trading bots, basically, if you need to, if you need to call for a bigger, bigger bag, right. Um, to execute the trade. So, I mean, that, that's obviously the bread and butter, but there are other use cases. I'm sure there, there are protocols that could implement the flash loan technology. We've also opened up the code, right? So, um, you know, the question then becomes, do they want to call on, call on our vault, which, which is capitalized or get the capital from somewhere else and just utilize the, the flash loan code. But the bottom line is the, you know, the community has the code now for the flash loans it's it's there right it's there right, on so what, like whatever it's capable of doing um yeah so at this point like the community could use it in some form right. or fashion if needed yeah cool. absolutely absolutely yeah and and i don't know if you heard um i don't know if you if you were late for this or not but we're planning on um starting a gov proposal soon like this week to open up the flash loans so anybody could call our flash loans because they're ready it's literally one command um, and then it can be opened up and, and anybody could call them from our vault. And, you know, we will, the, the USD vault will then accrue fees. It's a 0.1% um, fee to use the flash loan and that will go to the yield of the USD vault. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not even 100% sure um, how to use them. I'm just, I knew you mentioned it and I was just yeah. interested in the possible like composable permutations that that might um, result in when it comes to other protocols and such. It's actually yeah. be fun to see and it, explore it, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it will be fun to see. It's flash loans are very powerful, you know. Um, there and and I don't know that we've discovered all the use cases of them, but yeah, it will be fun to see what the community does as far as building building on top of them, playing with them, that kind of a thing. Yes. Yeah, if I can add on a little bit. Um, so currently, it was just basically whitelist only. So the only like. Uh, the, only our, our our vault can use it at the moment. So then after that vote, we'll take off the whitelist for the contract, and then anyone will be able to use it. Um, but I think so. Like, if if we want to just do like a quick explainer of of how it works, it's basically so anyone would be able to call our flash loan contract. Um, UST would be provided to them from the vault, 
then the user can do whatever their actions are. Like in our case, it would be do the ARP transaction. And then the UST is paid back to the vault plus a fee. And that all those steps have to happen in one transaction. And, and the smart contract does all the checks so that things get paid back. Otherwise, it won't go through, essentially. So Right. Yep. That's, that's how it works, yes. All right, Lewis, you're up. Thanks, Steffi, for the question. Hey, guys, thanks a lot. Um, listen, I have a couple questions. Um, one is, can you go over, and I see that the, the, the USC that we've deposited is slowly picking up. How does it work when uh, an ARB is hit? Um, does it get automatically deposited? I assume the answer is yes, and it's yeah, automatically yeah. deposited in Anchor, so it'll just continue to go up. Um, second, is there any thought to putting some sort of like a like a table or a meter or something so that we can see uh, that an ARB has been hit? Because uh, yep. kind of right now we don't really know. Right. Yeah. Unless you're watching the contracts, you don't know. So so yeah. Right. So great question. Here here's our plan. Um, we're planning on implementing like a reel, like a transaction reel on the front end. So um, possibly on the dashboard or the vaults page, but somewhere on the front end, there will be a transaction reel that shows every ARB trade that our bots hit, right? So you'd be able to just go to our front end um, and look at it there. So we, we're currently working on that right now. Yes. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then the, the first question. Yeah, yeah. So when we hit an ARB trade, basically your your VUST, right? When you deposit in, in the vault, you get VUST. So that that VUST compounds just like AUST. It grows, um, you know, so AUST grows at 19.5 percent or whatever. VUST grows at that plus the ARB trade. Right. So it's automatically compounded into your VUST, the, the profits from the vault. Uh, that you kind of answered one of my other questions regarding the VUST. Is there any plan to um, make it making it liquid? Or I think the answer might be yes. If there's going to be a VUST whale pool, it, it, it just is like liquid. We, it yeah, is liquid VUST, now. Is it, it, yeah, it's liquid now. You could do whatever you want with it. Um, where can we find the um, the address or something to add it? To yeah. So if you person? if you add token, if you go to add token on your wallet and you just yeah. type in VUST, it's listed in the asset oh. repo of um, of PFL. So it it'll pop up there and you could see your VUST in your wallet, just like your AUST. Same exact thing. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Great work yeah. and and really awesome. Love the project really, and I love the idea of having having to have whale tokens staked in order to really fully participate in um just the arbitrage really i think that's the way to go and, sure. and yeah yeah like i said there there are some details to sort out with that you know um but it, the the spirit of it i think is definitely is definitely something that that um you know we we should look into and seriously consider as a community as the the whale the whale holder community and what's curious to see how it all shakes out on anchor too right we we have the benefit of kind of watching anchor that's bigger than us and in front of us in development and and seeing how you know they they can fight the, the ank wars right and do all the debates and all that and um and we can kind of just watch and see um see where the pieces fall and 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 go from there awesome thank you yep next moon boy you're at moon boy you're on Looks like he's muted. Uh, okay. Uh, can you hear me now? All right. Sorry yep. about that. Um, yeah, I just had a question. I'm 
curious about uh, whale, the token itself, to see if we're potentially looking at um, splitting it kind of similar with PRISM uh, as doing with Luna to make it, uh, you know, yield token or principal token and, you know, using using it to be more on the offense instead of uh, just making passive income with it? Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I would say this, you know, right now our our roadmap is full, our plate is full. Um, I would like to, you know, and I, I think it's it just, you got to prioritize, right. right? So we want to get the protocol established. We want to get our bots where they need to be. We want to get the Luna Vault out, right? And our, the basics, um, you know, we, we have some basic things that we want to build, some basic features of the protocol we want to build, the hide a game and stuff like that. So um, I do think that it, that's something worth considering. Right. Um, again, you know, we're keeping an eye on Prism, watching how that all shakes out. That's a great, you know, it's a great new game to play on Luna as well, um, or on Terra as well. So, you know, that's certainly a possibility. And and let me just say this: like, this is this is meant to be a community project, right? So even just the and and we're just getting the governance process started. And I'll say this: our governance process has been very smooth. And very, I think it's, you know, so far, knock on wood, it's run very well. You know, that the the idea to purchase Luna with treasury funds, that was um, led by a community member, right? That wasn't the team, that wasn't initiated by the team. It was community led, right? Um, we got behind it and, and put a pull up, it passed. And it's, you know, so far it's worked out quite well. So these kinds of things, right? Um, you know, we're we're eventually we're looking for the community to take the lead on, right? We're looking for the community to sort of drum up ideas, drum up support, um, you know, and and um, make directional decisions um, for the protocol, just just like what you're mentioning, right? So and and kind of steer the. Um, the, the priorities of them, what what we do next, what vault we add next, you know, those kinds of things. So we have our basic, we have our list, right? We have our roadmap, which will keep us busy for the next six months for sure, right? Um, but the, it will get to a point then, right, when the UST vault's good, the Luna vault's good, you know, it'll get to a point where the community is deciding, okay, we want to add this vault next, or we want to add this ARP strategy next, or we want to, you know, um, refract whale tokens next, um, you know, so it, it, there there will be a gradual transition um, to, to basically the community steering the ship, right? Solid. Yeah, appreciate that. Mm -hmm. All right, you're you're my boy, lunatic. You're up. Hey, fellas, just a quick question for the UST vault. Uh, do you have like a like a goal that you're shooting for? Like, is anchor plus three percent or anchor plus five percent? Yeah. Uh, no, we don't have a goal. Obviously, it's going to. Right now, our goal is to get the the, the APR and APY real data live. <laughs> right, that's our goal. Um, because we we're sick of it just being nineteen point five percent plus two. Um, it, we don't have a goal. What you know the 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 issue is that it flattens out the more deposits you have in. So even if let's say it you know it was a plus three percent or a plus five percent, the market would probably flatten it out because deposits would increase. Um, so I don't think we're looking at the the yield in terms of we want it to be 22%, right? We want it to be this or that. The you know, the 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 original vision of this protocol was 
to protect the peg, right? And while you're waiting for for uh, USD to depeg to earn ANC, right? So your money's parked in Anchor Protocol. If there's a depeg, then it's you know it's immediately deployed to Arbit back to ANC. That was the that was the original mission, right? And and when we when I first came up with the idea, um, but it turns out that you know. <laughs> lunatics dgens crypto the DeFi people uh, you know are always hungry for more yield and 19.5 percent isn't enough <laughs> you know so it's well what's the yield well what you know let's get it as high as we can and, and i get it i want it to be as high as we can too um uh, you know but it, it, it's we're, we're not so much worried about i i think the yield i think 19.5 is great ank is great right anything we get on top of that is a bonus you know so it's more the our, our goals are more fixed towards rewarding and capturing the value and transferring that to the whale stakers right and the whale you know the governance the people who are who are loyal um, long-term holders who are running the protocol, right? That's more, um, that's more the objective than how much, how much yield can we get on the UST vault? And frankly, I'm, I'm not concerned about how much TVL really we get in, in the, um, in the UST vault either. Like I said, the more TVL, the more that's locked up in there, um, the, the more the yield flattens out, right? So we are thinking more in terms of, how do we aggregate um fees you know or or arm profits or this or that to the treasury which ultimately will be will be distributed to the whale stakers gotcha yeah and i didn't mean that as any kind of a, a critique i think it's like sure a, a, yeah a yeah I, I didn't take it i didn't take it that way just, just explain where we're at all right keep at it fellas good job thanks thanks we've got no more requests right now Okay, we'll give another we'll give another minute or so. We got it's one fifty two, you know, so we have a few more minutes. So if anybody else has any questions, feel free. If not, we can wrap it up early. Last chance to get a question in before two weeks, guys, for our next call. Oh, looks like we got some questions. Scott, you're on. I just had a real quick question is how are you planning to drive um value towards the whale token itself? Yeah, so I I went through in the notes um, all of the ways that the treasury accumulates, right? Um, so so here here's the idea, okay? We're a DAO, right? So we actually have a treasury. We have a you know we we have funds. It's you know the the whale stakers. You're not just governing the protocol. You're managing the the funds in the DAO, right? And that DAO will be used eventually um, to buy and distribute whale tokens to the whale to, to whale stakers right right now um, whale stakers are getting 30 percent emissions right um, for, as rewards okay and here, here's another thing let me just say this to um, the vast majority of DeFi, DeFi I would say 95 percent plus is built on inflation right it's it defies built on inflation it's built on emissions right all of these crazy yields three digit four digit five digit yields they're all based on inflation if you have a protocol that's just based on emissions right and i'm not knocking any other protocols i'm not, I'm not here to do that but i'm talking about DeFi, right if your protocol is based on emissions you're no better than a central bank right that's what central banks do they they inflate they just inflate and that's and, and that's what it is our goal at white whale 
right, is to build something that actually has underlying revenue, right? Real underlying revenue engines like arbitrage, like UST ARB, PEG ARB, you know, hiding game, right? Um, Luna ARB, all of our vaults, right? So there, it's it's not fake. It's not, um, it, it, you know, it's not inflation. It's, um, you know, it's sustainable. That's the thing. We're going for a sustainable, right? So um, we are emitting now. We're emitting to the whale holders, to the whale stakers at 30%. But I'll say this, we're emitting what the treasury in fact a little less than once we implement our vust um lp we're emitting less than what the treasury is growing by okay so if our treasury is growing and i don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head but let's say our treasury is growing by 10 grand a day right we're emitting less than 10 grand a day worth of whale tokens um you know every day so our, you know, the idea is we're distributing what the treasury is yielding to the governance stakers already. Now, eventually, once the once the treasury gets large enough, which the community will decide that if it's a hundred million dollars, if it's five hundred million, if it's a billion dollars, you know, I don't know that we need a, a treasury bigger than a billion dollars because then you're just a target. Right. So we got to decide what a good place is. But let's say for the sake of discussion, let's say our treasury goes grows to a billion dollars. Right. Now we can submit governance. We could say, all right, we want to stop emitting whale tokens. We want to we want to take the yield of the treasury. Right. Um, and we want to use that yield to buy and distribute whale tokens to the stakers. Right. Um, so it, so we convert from an em emissions model to a buy and distribute once our treasury has grown to a place where where we're comfortable doing that. Now, then you have that buy pressure. You know, you have a buy and distribute model or a buy and burn. It could be, you know, it could be distribute 50 percent to the stakers and burn 50 percent of, of what the treasury's um, of what the treasury's yielding. Right. Um, but that then that that treasury is designed to be an engine that distributes to whale stakers forever right it just distributes yeah. to whales consistent consistently sustainably forever um you know pays a good yield to the whale stakers so um so that's the idea right that's it's a long-term sustainable yield okay um so in regards to that so would whale then be classed as an interest token or is it just overall government governance so obviously like DAOs like um charge have charge DeFi as their as their interest token which is where most of their value comes from but obviously mo most obviously because you're doing arbitrage is all in ust so would would whale become a kind of an interest token or would it just be all based all the value based in uh, the arbitrage um and then obviously whale being governance for the arbitrage yeah so so whale is designed to be the governance token right it's the whale holders and stakers are designed to be the ones that make the decisions and run the protocol right now they're getting you're getting rewarded the whale the whale holders and stakers are getting before running the protocol protocol you're getting rewarded in the with the profits right with the with the yield that comes from the treasury which ultimately comes from the arbitrage right so the short answer is it's a governance token you know yeah okay so it's not ever going to become like an interest high yield uh, token to to sell off or to make profit from it's more there to help 
make governance for the protocol and 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 help overall get the protocol to 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 where it needs to be in regards to the the arbitrage and the the bots and make decisions for the overall community yeah i mean i i guess as far as a classification i'm i'm not sure you know i, I i'm not 100 sure what you're asking i mean it's it's designed to be the governance token and to run the protocol right that's what it's designed to be that being said by doing that you're earning interest you're you know you're you're entitled to the the profits from the arbitrage as a reward for for governing the protocol so i think i you know I think it's both what you're asking. However, the classification, right, is it's it's a governance token, right? We want to be clear on that. We want to be we're not yeah. we're not trying to get in, get into reg, regulatory muddy waters, you know. Yeah, that's all right. All right, okay, thank you. Sure, cool. All right, well, um, it's one fifty nine. Do we, are there any more questions lined up? Yeah, we got one. All right, one more, and then we will one one more, and then we will wrap it up moonboy you're up did moonboy already ask something uh yeah he did earlier okay go ahead moonboy says he's still connected so. is there anyone is there anyone else or just him no just him. it doesn't seem to be connecting okay all right well i mean i think this is a good place to end it two okay. o'clock on the dot thank you guys thank you for joining us um i see terra spaces on so we can expect a recording coming out here pretty soon we'll also publish the notes but thank you for your time, for listening, um, and we will see you all again in a couple weeks. Everybody have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the White Whale Community Update call number five, recorded on Friday, February 25th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Visit OC's What We Do page using the link in the show notes to take advantage of some of their other educational resources, including weekly meetups to discuss Terra protocols, strategies, and concepts, the Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, and YouTube explainer videos on Terra concepts. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at Orbital command.io TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting the asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill. The way I'm ruffling Feathers, snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes, and take the rest and turn them into free bait. Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base. Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase. Running on empty from gassing up my teammates. First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes. Now,
and impossible Defending the plausible from end to demonstrable The mission isn't even worried about the clearance Running interference till our enemies fear us We're only one disappearance away from a bad day Everybody trying to save face on the last day Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy Trying to get through another day full of savagery Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall All hands on deck, waiting for our next haul I need the rest, got big plans to eject So feed the grass and keep off the Kleenex I am interested in magic because I am fascinated with psychology I love to learn about how people make inferences about How they draw conclusions and find patterns and information And in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited.